have tuned into the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. Friends, I'm your host Navin Samala, just a fellow professional on a mission to make the world a better place to live. And through the Guiding Voice, we drive conversations that matter, conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, we are pleased to have uh, Dr. Ragini Sahai as a special guest in this episode and Dr. Ragini Hearty welcome to the Guiding Voice, and I'm super excited to have you today. Thank you, myself, Dr. Ragini Sahai. I am an educator, academician, social development specialist. Three major things as of now I have done in my life. I have 25 years of experience. I did doctorate from Delhi University in social anthropology. So basically, I was into uh, teaching undergraduate and postgraduate students uh, on sociology and social anthropology. I also did a lot of projects of social development with international organizations like World Bank, UN, Planning Commission, Government of India, Ministry of Women and Child and Development, and a continuous research since I passed my post-graduation. After that, I developed a lot of interest in, in you know, uh, getting myself into gender-related research things. And my area of specialization has been mainly the gender part, the development, Indian development, human development, poverty-related issues, domestic violence, women's health, etc. Hmm. That's quite a lot and you're working towards betterment of the society, so which is... Uh... So great and so nice of you, uh, Dr. Ragini. And uh, can you also share your success mantra as in what are the top three things that have attributed to your success so far? I would say it's uh, number one, a continuous hard work. None of us should think that there are some shortcut methods. Hard work is the key. We have to be very, very consistent throughout in our life when we are talking about this achieving something and then we have to have to the hard work so hard work is there is no excuse for the hard work there are no alternatives for the hard work second thing is your being consistent in whatever you are doing your honesty your integrity what, what with what you are doing you should not be deviating in between and then you if you are consistent doing it honestly Obviously, you are reaching to your path. So, mm-hmm. honesty, integrity is the second key thing. And third, I would say, not the least, it's very important, is the love, trust, faith, uh, companionship of all your near and dear ones. I would include my family members. I would include my teachers. I would include my friends, brothers, sisters, everyone. So, all my near and dear ones, I have in some or the other way. Our family members, parents, parents-in-laws, everybody contributes to us. Mm. And we should always take that as a positive thing. So yeah. if we are with our family, companionship, positively associated with them, we are surely going to achieve something. Awesome. I must confess, I uh, probably you must be the third person who mentioned about this companionship. Especially acknowledging okay. the fact that we are here because of our support system, family, friends, yes. extended family and everybody. But most of us, including yeah. me, also take it for granted. So thank you for reminding the importance of 
companionship and <laughs> i think each one of us should feel proud about it and also express gratitude yes. right so amazing and, actually uh, it is yeah. a very hidden thing it is consistently going in your life yeah but you are not calculating it every day but it is there it is mm-hmm. a pillar yeah. you cannot ignore it yeah all right now let's uh, focus on the uh, gender studies stuff yeah uh, yes. when did you start on this gender studies uh, dr ragini and what made you to get into that like was there any okay. trigger point maybe someone near and dear experienced that kind of discrimination or i don't know i don't want to predict but just would like to hear from you okay uh, when i was a postgraduate student uh, from 1986 to 88 it's long back it's almost more than 30, 35 years let's say so we used to have a, a course on uh, women and society there was a course in masters and uh, our teacher was really great and she used to have a very good conversation in the classes with uh, students and students also used to raise a lot of things with respect to inequality with respect to discrimination whatever they felt in their day to day life so let me tell you even in that time uh, although there were a lot of girls in the class but i would say it was not that majority of them were the girls so there mm. were still you know uh, boys uh, dominating in the class and lot of things were you know um, uh, lot of things were being managed through the boys only like some activity has to be done so boys were called some you know all those uh, small small things in the campus and you know uh, post graduate classes maybe less organizing a seminar so mostly it was more into you know boys were more focused so that paper actually Mm-hmm. had certain topics which talked about uh, discrimination violence against women status of women in india what women actually where they were discriminated why they were discriminated why these social institutions are like that why women face such kind of things so that actually it actually started there so uh, i got a lot of interest and it was a special paper and i also got good marks in that paper then post my uh, this finishing my uh, um, ma in sociology uh, then i had to join this um, master mphil and phd uh, i wanted to go into the research so when i joined that course so i spoke to my professor i said that i want to do something where i want to study more on women so there was a question from my professor why do you want to study women separately women is also part of the society Yeah. so that was the view of professors at that time so maybe i mean uh, the trend is also there everything yeah. has some trend you know but mm-hmm. at that time sometime in 88 89 90 it was something something very new that students or girls were saying that they want to specifically study some issues related to women gender inequality discrimination violence so then then gradually in india also it came up as a huge discipline today we have courses on gender studies hmm. today in india we have courses master courses we uh, i even i teach course on gender and development gender and society so so it's like that this is how it started so when i took up the research my mphil and phd i took up the topic where i had i was focusing more on it was a women centered topic mm-hmm. so my entire research was on uh, 
interacting with the women uh, talking with the women taking their documents take, do, talking about their histories uh, understanding about their lives and writing the research papers thesis etc and then gradually when i went into the job i i, I gradually got the job which was more or less related to gender aspects mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay so that is how it it started and that is how it 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 went on and even today i have so much of interest in this area mm. so so you mentioned about uh, boys given certain importance okay during your college days especially when it comes yeah. to organizing events and other than that are there any most common examples of gender discrimination that you have witnessed in your field or industry yeah surely uh, when i started uh, going for uh, interviews uh, mm-hmm. in many organizations i was i was married at quite younger age i was just i was a student when i was married so i was doing mphil i just i was married just after my post graduation so i built up my career everything after that so when i went for some interviews and i expressed to people that i am interested in this kind of job so mostly in the social development sector the things which are expected from you is that you need to go to villages you know need to go to districts you need to go to the ground you need to visit you need to travel so people who were sitting in the interviews they had a preconceived notions that women may not be able to do and and their questions were uh, sometimes they that really pricked me that uh, would you be able to do would you be able to travel would you be able to do with your children would your children are small your this and that so that was very weird that mm. i found very weird but but being in a in a in a situation when you are uh, you are sitting in front of someone and asking or 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 giving an interview for a job at that time i couldn't say anything but i really felt it that this is how the world perceives that yeah. a woman may not be able to do many of the roles so it's better to take a male mm-hmm. so you will not even believe that sometimes they used to talk men used to be talking let's not take a young woman obviously she is married she will have children so she will she will not be able to do so better not take her better take a man and that's how many women lose the lose these opportunities Mm-hmm. yeah this is how women lose the opportunities in my family i i never saw all such kind of things discrimination between boys and girls i never found that neither in my parental family nor in my in my married marital family i didn't find mm-hmm. all those things mm-hmm. but in society i did i did see all those things that yes people they do on very very small small things so in workplace and when you are going out for work when you are coming out as a professional you 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 realize that uh, because of your particular gender people feel that you may be incapable mm. or you mm. may not be able to do the job yeah m- makes sense to me and uh, recently i had a similar conversation not on the gender discrimination as a whole episode topic but uh, i was referring to uh some uh, diversity equity and inclusion part of it and uh, even i came across uh, 
some of the situations where uh, one of the guests on our show was denied a job because she was pregnant at that time and she was expecting a baby so likewise uh, we see these kind of incidents uh, happening quite frequently and no matter whether it is a small organization or big organization still uh, this kind of discrimination is existing and that is the sad thing though organizations talk about diversity and inclusion equity but is it really followed by spirit or just by the letter that is a question which we have yeah, and uh, just let's think about a woman okay who was denied a job just because she was able to get married or able to become a mother or probably think about uh, some gender discrimination of a non binary individual like how how do you think this gender discrimination is going to affect women and also non binary individuals in the workplace and beyond see uh, when these women who are not given the opportunity they are simply being denied that because of their not exactly being uh, denied but they are given that kind of environment or they are given that kind of messages or they are given those kinds of vibes hmm. that you may or may not be capable of handling or doing such kind of things my own experiences with lot of working women i have hmm. a big circle big network of working women and i realized many of them they just used to leave the job mm-hmm. instead of facing all those things yeah or standing up for themselves despite being qualified so what was something was that which that women used to be thinking that i may not be able to be set up setting up myself in this kind of environment where people are discriminating yeah so women used to be just leaving that environment Hmm. and you see uh, in india you would find that lot of cases uh, you know working women leaving the job or labor force participation female labor force participation is actually lowering down that could also be one of the reason that why either they are not getting the suitable job either they are not getting the pay as per what they are wishing mm-hmm. either it is not something which they feel that if if i am qualified I, i feel that i have to work in this this kind of environment and i am yeah. not getting that environment so what i am doing i feel that i have enough money at home my house can run it's okay even if i don't work <laughs> even if i do do something else yeah. even if i do something part time or even if i do something later in my life like that kind of things these kinds of things do happen with lot of women who are qualified but they get stuck into that kind of circumstances and they themselves feel that they are not capable of handling such kind of environment yeah so they feel that because people are discriminating so let's 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 show the back let's mm-hmm. get out of this nonsense place maybe they'll get a better place but it's not <clears> like <throat> that it's it's everywhere yeah it's only the women who have to stand up it's only the women who have to speak up Mm-hmm. it's only the women who have to say yes we will do this job yes i can do this job so in many even higher leadership mm-hmm. positions mm-hmm. many times amongst men and the man and the women it's even many cases the man would also think that why should a woman go up mm. why should she go up yeah. and i have also seen men telling women you should better go to home 
<laughs> if there is some mistake by yeah. happens by the women so men giving this kind of sarcastic comments you should better go to home so what does this indicate the mindset of the people mainly the men in the organization they feel that why this workforce female workforce which has now you see lot of women are now getting good degrees if you see the results of 10th standard 12th standard i mean they are doing so good iits jwe or neet or all national level competitions many women are doing very very good yeah but what happens when it comes to the job part mm-hmm. so many of them are left behind yeah they are not able to reach to that level which their male counterparts have reached yeah so potentially they might lose confidence on the system right and uh, if the yes. women or if yes. uh, even non binary if they are strong enough probably they look for uh, opportunity out elsewhere which is the right thing to do but probably they'll lose the trust and uh, my advice they I will lose it, yeah. yeah 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 so th- that's how they they feel that they are not able to do yeah many mm-hmm. of them are not able to face but yeah. many of them are now learning they are facing Mm-hmm. they are doing they the, they need money also they they have they want salary also they want to grow they want to do the job they want mm-hmm. to go high mm-hmm. there are different circumstances yeah. but but it is there it is yeah. embedded in our system and and what do you think are the root causes for this uh, uh, gender discrimination and how can we work to address those yeah you see the root cause is all uh, based on our learning right from the beginning our own socialization our own stereotypes in our system indian system right from the very beginning you know the boy and the girl the, the way they are made to learn different things mm-hmm. so many things are changing also but this mm-hmm. is also there many boys will be made fun if they cry it's okay yeah. if the boy has boy is crying any girls will be discouraged to take up something very uh, uh, putting up heavy things or don't uh, you know do something something like masculine kind of things they are discouraged in yeah. fact in many disciplines i i i, I have taught to many engineering students i saw that uh, initially there used to be very few students in the engineering class but over the years it's it has grown now there are some reasons that now these women because they they have have a good academic background and they got the got some uh, good uh, good scores in a particular college got a seat in good college so they would they, they are doing and they are doing good jobs also but ideally in many families it is being uh, uh, you know very broadly categorized that the girls needs to be going in this and the boys needs to be doing in this so important part is what is our socialization how we are making our children boys and the girls to learn what are the different gender stereotypes what the boys ought to be doing what the girls ought to be doing and gradually we we are developed or we we are we are having that kind of picture yeah. so in office workplace it's a very common thing amongst men telling the women oh you people have to cook also oh you people have to do this also like that these kinds of you know uh, weird comments coming mm. from mostly from the male counterparts so they they are kind of showing that 
you you have these domestic roles as well yeah and that's, and that's very true also it yeah. is with us even the working women there is a double burden of yeah. undertaking all kinds of domestic responsibilities as well so group cause of this is our own socialization our own learning patterns be it a school be it parents be it family extended family we are learning these kinds of gender based stereotypes from our society only mm-hmm. yeah so i think uh, yeah this is a very valid point recently i have uh, attended a workshop called change makers and this was organized by Paragel company and uh, they have invited a few external participants i don't belong to that company but uh, there was mm-hmm. some healthy conversation among all the participants and as you rightly mentioned like if it is a boy right they say you should not cry you should not enter into the kitchen and if you are a girl mm-hmm. you are so, as if it is taken for granted and you can cry and if a boy yeah. is crying or yeah. a girl why are you crying right so those kind of things are uh we, we have been listening to them right from our uh, childhood and we are carrying that and uh, probably this gender discrimination should be a subject okay during the elementary school itself and uh, let the girls students and non binary anybody right let them be aware of how we can really think in think progressively that would be one of the key things in terms of how can we make it better but again you you are the guru in this subject i don't want to steal it under <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you talk about the uh, elementary schooling and school level uh, in the books ncert books also these kinds of references are also there like they are <laughs> trying to make people understand that discriminations mm. are not to be there i mean now the coming mm. generation are being taught yeah. but it takes time for society to change mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, i think we have faced quite a lot on this yeah okay on this specific aspect mm-hmm. uh, be Go. it uh, um, i mean workplace yeah. if i have good qualifications uh, degrees or whatever but mm. these kinds of things have are, are existing i am I'm, i'm 100% sure of it absolutely and uh, now let's mm-hmm. think from the victims perspective somebody okay who is experiencing this gender discrimination or bias in the workplace mm. or their personal life what would be your advice to those kind of people who are victimized yeah this is a, you know very common now the people are being victimized i mean at home at workplace it is there but uh, the most important thing is we have a loss for the women mm-hmm. when we talk of the workplace we have laws related to sexual harassment at workplace yeah all organization are supposed to be implementing this and all organization are supposed to be hearing a woman complain there has to be internal complaint committee and women has to come up and give up their complaints and every organization have a, a group of people who are handling this from victims point of view i have seen many women basically it's very shameful to go and tell all these kinds of things something which has happened with them when you talk of sexual harassment in that act even if somebody passes a sexually colored remark oh your sari is very pretty today you are looking so good and you know the, in this dress you look so pretty and whatsoever people yeah. may say it in a very normal sense 
but mm-hmm. it is actually a sexually colored remark which a women may or may not like mm-hmm. but when you say that victim the victim has to have the full awareness about the law and has to learn that she has to speak up yeah. she has to take the support of the fellow fellow uh, her friends or uh, you know uh, more female companions and has to speak up there are grievance committee in everywhere but she needs to get up and speak up there are laws for her support if those laws are being being uh, uh, if she puts uh, the things under that law then then the thing would be really troublesome for that particular for those person who are actually creating that for those women that would be really troublesome so men and other people should also know that women are aware of all these things and they can speak up they can speak out if they don't like this they don't like it's nothing see what things earlier they used to be happening with the women that they are give, many men used to be giving the sexual uh, um, you know some sexual favors if you if you do this if you are uh, they, they used to be asking for sexual favors so if if you uh, they'll promote them if those kinds of sexual favors are given mm-hmm. yeah so recruitment uh, um, uh, your promotions your pay raise everything has to be very very fair if it is not fair and somebody is being victimized and somebody is being harassed that women if she doesn't speak up either she will she will lose her mental balance she will not like the work or ultimately what would happen she may leave the job or she may not be that productive as she should be yeah so the victim has to be highly aware mm-hmm. and the laws are there to support Yeah. and the women should be fully confident about themselves yes they have these degrees they are out for the work and they are concerned for the work for appreciation of society for development of society for development of organization or wherever whatever field they are working any field they are from it to any kind of field the women are working in every sphere nowadays so victim has to be aware yeah that's that's the main thing victim should not be innocent and victim should not show other people they are vulnerable to their to their comments and to their talks and to their uh, sarcasm nothing doing they cannot be vulnerable no they they have to show that uh, they they will not tolerate all these kinds of things so victim has to be fully aware and victim has to be fully knowledgeable about about women's rights yeah Our country has that. Why not? Country gives us so much of rights. Ministry of Women, Child and Development gives women all the privileges. Why not? Yeah. Sure. Government wants women to go. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Sure. I think it sounds uh, good. Uh, and so so far we have uh, covered the aspects of how gender discrimination happens and what will be reaction of the women as well as non-binary. Uh, genders and in addition to that what kind of actions they take in case if some is victimized now uh, let us switch to the organizations role like how can we create more equitable and inclusive workplaces as well as communities that value and respect individuals regardless of their gender identity what's your take on that uh, dr ragni now organizations uh, particularly all of their leaders have a very big role 
in creating an a kind of system or creating uh, an engineering kind of place where everything uh, related to gender is i mean all all kinds of issues are being considered with respect to gender related aspects also so the policies need to be very uh, gender sensitive policies has to be there so let's say if you are recruiting there are recruitments right there are uh, promotion policy recruitment policy so while recruitment it has to be very very gender neutral there cannot be uh, something related to that one particular job is being seen as something by done by the men or something done by the women only maybe it is people do show that they have they are following all this but in practice it may not be then comes to when it comes to giving the opportunities opportunities for example some some training uh, outside the country some uh, frequent travels which actually build up your your uh, career path it actually um, you know strengthens your uh, capabilities as as a worker if i am if i am being sent to 10 places different 10 different offices for uh, for my work related thing obviously my capacities would also be developed in a different manner but if i am not given the opportunity because it is being considered that the male would do it better so opportunity has to be seen that both the both the genders are are given the equal chance it is not that only females has to be given the chance the male also has to be equally given the chance both the genders should be on the same platform there should not be any judgment with respect to uh, a particular gender so whether it is a recruitment whether it is the uh, uh, some uh, uh, your training part whether it is some gender related policies these all organization has to actually be very very particular with respect to when they are hiring or you know period things it has to be seen that whether we are taking in consideration of all uh, gender related aspects or not and then also the the organization has to create a kind of enabling environment in the organization by by creating you know amongst all the people the people should be showing the dignity respect to each other all the genders to each other not that that a male would look to females in a different perspective so all the whole organization would do, all men would look to the same way towards female what's your perception towards female so how do you project female workforce how do you consider that these female workforce are equally important and they have to be they have to be given all kinds of opportunities they have to be given all kinds of trainings time to time training on gender sensitive issues mm. are very much required it's not just one time mostly uh, when people are recruited this posh related trainings are being given mostly it is being given by you know uh, videos are being given to the employees and employees are supposed to be seeing all those things but practically how much they are imbibing and how much they are feeling that yes they are also one of the change makers for the society now it's it's you see when we are talking about man women discrimination violence problems uh, discriminatory practices mostly the man who are doing with the women 
it is mostly the women are being suffered by because because uh, uh, a certain section of men used to be thinking in that way or used to be practicing uh, doing things in those manner so sensitivity of men sensitivity of men mm-hmm. towards female Mm-hmm. the male has to be really made more sensitized to yeah. understand and to make uh, make a view about women that yeah. it's not that if she is carrying a baby so one has to give a sarcastic comment that how she will do they don't have to show some pity or something like that yeah. it's the women she knows that how she has to carry the baby and how she has to do the work it's it's her job it's completely her job so it's it's it, these kind of small small things which men should also inculcate so men are also going to be the very big change makers in the society if if they actually start practicing many of gender equitable things yeah they start thinking yes yeah, it's it's yeah, i mean everything is equal they are no yeah. lesser than you know so yeah. the coming generation then you would find that young lot 25 30 these men are quite promising in these sense i am seeing that mm. so they are coming at a very egalitarian kind of mindset that they consider mm. that it's okay even if they go into the kitchen fine mm. they don't mind that even if the girl is sitting and doing work on the laptop it's okay the man can go into the kitchen and do the work yeah so so in organization uh, it, it's it's not like uh, you will find in few women to be on the top few women to be on the top so there could be some reasons there could mm. there are of course some valid reasons that some women it's not that they are not capable or they they didn't have the degrees or they didn't have the experience or like that but some or the other way the things are being made in such a fashion that they are being left behind yeah great so i'm yeah. telling it very openly i don't know how many people would uh, feel it or take it badly or whatever but this is something i have seen this is something a fact also and this is something coming in the statistics as well that many of the women are not able to reach to the higher level right in the yeah. workforce yeah we, we so must admit it uh, like part. i think yeah, it, yeah. it's a, it's a... that is one of the sad part also right. that uh, despite having so much of uh, their capabilities they have not been able to yeah. reach to that level. true agreed and uh, yeah this has been great conversation so far and uh, it will heavy on the topic as well so let's add some spice to the episode uh, dr ragini if you are ready <laughs> to share the other side of you some personal side i would be happy okay. to kick up with the rapid fire round <laughs> okay let's anyway let's see <laughs> okay here comes my first bullet if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it what would it say uh. i would say uh, uh, whatever you are be a good one whatever you are be a good one awesome no, be a good so one. whatever you are <laughs> nice <laughs> and if you are given a chance to be a dictator for a day what rule will yeah. you create i would actually try to help out those women who have not been able to get justice and i would like to uh, give punishment to the people who have done heinous crime with them awesome and moving to the uh, next one can you describe yourself in just one word simplicity simplicity simple, simple yeah and uh, given a chance to choose between invisibility versus super strength which one would you choose and what would you do 
actually uh, more of invisible rather <laughs> i am not the one who is actually keep propagating what is happening or what is not happening i am more of invisible kind of thing you can say that okay and if you are asked to act in a movie re- remake which movie and character would you choose i actually don't watch much movies but recently i watched uh, i saw that movie um, kerala story Mm, so yeah. i like the character of shalini unikrishnan mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. really touched my heart so very that nice. would be the thing if i am given the chance that's it although it's very difficult <laughs> it's very yeah, challenging I, I and very difficult yeah i'm i'm hearing a lot about that movie and uh, with that let's go yeah. and find the last bullet out of rapid fire what is one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself i would like to help women actually if there is some gadget which can really cook food in the pressing of a button and things are done so there are things like good washing machines you just <laughs> press a button and things are done so something which can really help women in domestic chores because unpaid care work is very high right we yeah. are i mean women are doing and doing and it's not nothing is being paid for that and yeah. nothing is given any kind of acknowledgement for that So right. if there is some kind of gadget advanced gadget which you can really press it yeah. and do lot of things for in the life of the women <laughs> i exactly do not know but which kind of gadget but yes something which can really help out the women in the kitchen which is not available so far yeah. which i think is i think something everything cooking in one go or something like that i, I don't know whether it <laughs> can be done or not but this is really required maybe a genie or an aladdin lamp kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> at least not 100% at least 50 yeah. 60% or something like that gotcha. that would really make more women to come out and join the workforce and give Indeed. more contribution in their in their professions many of their time goes into that and they are not able to give their time yeah. which they could have hmm. so that's my point i'm being very sensitive to those issues yeah. because being a woman and being a working woman i have seen all these things and mm-hmm. being a mother in the family everything yeah. so i have gone through all these things so i feel this is very important absolutely that's a good one and with that let's flip back to the mainstream and um, here comes my next one what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make begin their careers especially women Uh, so uh, see today uh, what i am seeing the young force they are more focused on uh, making money mm-hmm. people are just uh, interested in making money rather than building up their own character and qualities what when we used to when i started working uh, each and every day counted for me like yeah. what i learned today what i learned tomorrow what i what i will be learning tomorrow so every day was an important day Yeah. so nowadays i feel uh, the workforce is more focused towards what they are getting what they are being paid rather mm-hmm. than what they have learned and and with respect to learning and matter they feel that everything is available on the net and they can just go, go through any material but that is not learning that is only the material is available to you so it is very important for young people to understand that consistent work and consistent work consistent hard work and bringing making your own quality and bringing a qualitative change in yourself each and every day not mm-hmm. just in terms of numbers that you were earning this much package uh, one year one year back and now you are earning 
five times more or two times more or whatsoever it, there has to be more qualitative change as well in the human being which is which is very much missing nowadays such a great advice and thank you so much for sharing that and before i let you go any feedback any comment on how is it being hosted on the guiding voice platform uh this is really good a good opportunity good platform to speak and uh, i would actually love to have more conversations with people like you there are a lot of burning topics on which i can speak on and um, especially related to gender aspects i would be really interested so this is a good platform i would say that uh, these kinds of things ha- can give the visibility to the people and uh, give a very good chance to speak up their what they think and what they would like to convey to the entire society absolutely dr ragni thank you so much for joining me and it was a pleasure talking to you and really appreciate your time as well as insights that you have shared and uh, keep up the great work that you are doing in terms of eliminating this gender discrimination and i'm sure uh, your contributions are invaluable to the community thank you so much thank you thank you so much so friends that was our episode with dr ragni sahai and before we move into the trivia section here is a request to you in case if you haven't subscribed to us already please subscribe now and in case if you are listening to this episode on spotify or apple go ahead and follow and if possible request you to leave a re- rating as well as review so that it will help us reach wider audience and also if you have loved this conversation and found the episode useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice and thanks much in advance now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode so today we had a powerful conversation around gender discrimination and i'd like to share some metrics around the same so worldwide nearly 1 in 4 girls between the ages of 15 and 19 are neither employed nor in education or training compared to 1 in 10 boys and uh, some 1 in 20 girls between the ages of 15 and 19 and which accounts to around 13 million globally have experienced forced sex in their lifetimes so these are some mind boggling facts and which are actually worrying us and all of us should strive towards eliminating this gender discrimination and at the same time stop this sexual harassment especially the especially related to girl children right so i am really curious to understand what you or your organization is doing in order to promote gender equality inclusion at your workplace and in case if you have any best practices to share please feel free to comment if you are watching it on youtube or if you have found this episode on an audio platform just reach out to me on any social media platform and share your thoughts and i would be happy to talk about them in future episodes so folks that's all for today Thank you once again for tuning in and do not forget to share your topic recommendations as well as guest speaker suggestions either through social media or you can also email me at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com I'm your host Navin Samala just a fellow professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make the world a better place to live through conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest take care